Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your 9-to-5 grind and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of time freedom and flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere completely stress-free. Though that would be nice and it is a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work-from-home opportunity. No, this isn't another get-rich-quick scheme or an MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son, how we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown, and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Head on over to edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources to check out and enroll in the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass today. But once again, that's edjconsultinggroup.com. Hey, Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, themommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're doing it. Look at us. We are. Not much. We just finished up dinner, getting the kids away from me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, mine might peek in and out just because we are just having a hell of a time with our mortgage loan officer right now. So we are trying like to scramble up random documents. Ugh. Oh, no problem. <laughs> we have been there and done that. And, you know, I get it. It's crunch time. Our house is almost done. Did you build? Because your house is incredible from what I've seen on Instagram. Thank you. We did not build. We were actually renting this house. It is a, it's a gorgeous house. Um, and we're really lucky to have found it, but. Long story short, actually, last year we rented a different house here in our hometown, and it had black mold in it. <gasps> no. And, yes, I was nine months pregnant with my second oh. at the time that we found out. <laughs> and so we moved out that, you know, a week before she was due. And this house that we're in right now was for sale, and we ended up asking the owner if they would please rent it out to us. And they did. And so, yeah, we're here now. <laughs> Lucky. I've almost done that before when I've been searching for a rental because I'm new to the yeah. area where I live here in Salt Lake. And um, I, I'm originally from Cleveland. So being here in Salt Lake, I don't know any of the areas or anything very familiar. Like I'm not very familiar. So I was like searching and searching and searching for rentals. And all I could see were like tons of houses for sale because the market is just out of like out of control here right now. Yeah. And I was like almost to the point where I'm like, I really love this house. Can I just like maybe call them and ask them if I can rent it? 
Yeah, no, I would say always go for it because you never know what position that owner is in. And the one that we are renting from, he had a sentimental attachment to this house. And so he was like really happy when we had asked him that because he preferred doing that for now anyways. And so it worked out. So I'd always just say go for it. That's true. The worst thing they're going to say is no. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I am so excited to have you on because I want to hear all of the things because you, I swear, are like the cutest Instagram family ever. <laughs> and I have been, Thank you. welcome. I have been binge watching all of your, are those like lives that have just gone to HGTV, IGTV? Yes. Um, yep. That's what they are. I love those. Thank you. It has been, it's been a ride for sure. I think it's just, it's just interesting because there's so many like husbands or dads or boyfriends or whatever who kind of just would rather be behind the scenes. But I think mm-hmm. when you guys do your videos together and your little check-ins together, it kind of gives you like both aspects of like yeah. the mom side. And you guys talk about all kinds of things like relationships and like what happened just during your week or like finances or all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so really, my whole social media um, journey began when I did become a mom. I got pregnant three years ago. I was younger. I was really nervous. And I just, being kind of different from all my friends, I didn't have that community. And so I was searching for it, trying to find somebody that I could relate to. Um, And so I found that there are moms on Instagram in other places, you know, YouTube and all the other social media apps nowadays that are just like me, just like us, um, and want to connect as well. And so that's when I got started. And my husband wasn't really a part of it at that point, because, you know, he was the guy and he was still doing his thing. And (laughs) just your typical behind the scenes Instagram husband. (laughs) Right? Yeah, he was taking the pictures doing doing what I asked and things like that. But that's when I really got started and just started really looking for a community and loving, loving the whole social media and sharing with friends and family and strangers even. Nice. That's, I actually started weekly, like a weekly blog um, during my pregnancy because I was kind of, you know, I think I was like a normal age but I've just been told so much especially when I moved out to Utah that I was old when I had my son I was 26 so I don't think I was like you know elderly you know but (laughs) but like all of my friends back home were a bit older than me so they already had kids I was the very last one and I was still only 26 so and then I moved out here to Utah and they're all like very young like they out in Utah, they get like sold and married and everything like right out the get go. And I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that about Utah and, recently. Actually, oh yeah, it is like pre-planned. When you're like in seventh grade, if you don't have your husband picked out, you're like behind the curve. So, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I moved here and I was like, oh my god, I have no tribe. Like this is a problem. I'm like in this yeah. weird place all by myself. <laughs> And that's when I started doing my podcast because I thought about doing my podcast when I was out in Nevada, but until COVID, I did not get down this remote recording situation. 
Yeah. Which I am loving because now I get to connect with all sorts of people, especially people outside of the state of Utah. You know, yeah. no shade, but just like a little. Um, <laughs> so like, well, it's cool. It's I mean, so I went cool. back and I looked at all of your podcasts. You have connected with so many different types of people. And I, I mean, I was just thinking to myself, I, I can't imagine how much you've learned listening and talking to all these different people. Oh, so fun. With them. It's crazy. It's awesome. The most people, believe it or not, the like most, like, I guess, popular area to want to be on a podcast and to be really open to it and like, just talk about all the nitty gritty mommy stuff is Australia. My Australian guests really? are ready to like, get down under and like really talk about it and I love that that's awesome it's been so fun um but yeah like before I had my mic and I had my software and everything and I would just record in person and I would go around and it was like a little slow start and then COVID happened and I feel like everything has just taken off especially for like my friends who are doing YouTube or Instagram Everything kind of socially during COVID has just like exploded because what are people going to do when they're at home? You can only, you know, binge watch so much, so much Netflix before you start scrolling on your phone. Oh yeah. It's so true. I think everybody's on their phones more now than they ever have been. However, I think that there's a lot of, I don't want to say saturation, but there's a lot more content out there as well. It's, oh, yeah. It's competitive, you know. Oh, it's getting really um, competitive. Yeah, for more sure. More and more people, I think, are getting um, just a bit more comfortable. Yeah. And they're more open to sharing. They're more open to having conversations and talking about topics that aren't, you know, that used to be like taboo. But now people are actually talking about it. And it's awesome. I love that so many people are sharing, but it's also becoming very saturated for the people like us who are like, no, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's, everybody's doing what I'm doing, you know, it, and it just, you, if people, if you want people to follow along and become a part of your tribe, you got to make sure you're sharing things that interest them and just, you know, being authentic too. I think a lot of people try and get on and maybe have a false, sense of what they're posting and they're not exactly themselves so I think being authentic has been a big thing people are just being themselves more so and that's that's the best way to be on social media I think yeah I think also people used to try so hard Mm -hmm. and now I think people have just kind of given up and they're just posting whatever they want to post and they're saying whatever they want to say and I think people are liking that more yeah you go, you go back and you look at you know, what social media used to be even like five years ago, like Instagram, like, and it was kind of like the Instagram models. If you remember that, like saying, yeah, I totally remember. And I was, I'd always scroll through Instagram and I'd be like, oh my gosh, these people are so beautiful on Instagram. I'm going to stick with Facebook, you know, like (laughs) we're we're dorks on the internet, like me belong. And then (laughs) people started getting so real on Instagram and then, you know, family vloggers started coming out on YouTube and I like, I am a prime example. I ate that shit up. Leggings are a huge part of my daily life. Whether that be chasing after Milo or cuddling with him on the sofa, operating my financial practice, EDJ Consulting Group, or chatting it up right here on the Mommy Wines podcast. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it in Zaya Active. 
Zaya has such a wide range from youth collections for boys and girls, the ever-growing men's collection, to the infamous women's leggings, and so much more. Zaya really is your one-stop shop for premium active and loungewear for the whole family. To shop, visit myzaya.com backslash emmadon, or check out the link in the show notes below to shop the Mommy Wines podcast event today and automatically have your order number entered into a raffle for your chance to win a Zaya Active gift card. The winner will be chosen the second week of October, just in time for holiday shopping. Make sure to check out the event link in the show notes below or visit themommywines.com for more event information. Oh, same. Me and like KK Baby J, I feel like our best friends, but we're not. <laughs> um, I just watch their videos every single day. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. I feel like I'm a part of some other people's families. I know so much about their life and their kids' names, everything. I feel like I'm a part of other families. It's nuts. Oh, Milo thinks that he's best friend. Do you watch KK and Baby J? I've seen okay. them. I don't watch them religiously. I do. I because my son insists on it. Milo thinks him, Jackson, and Landon are best friends. Oh, my god! And gosh, he also so has a crush cute. on Karen. I have, like, videos on my Instagram, like, way back when he was little, or, like, stories that I've saved, and it's, like, he's, like, Mommy, Karen's so beautiful. (laughs) He loves her so much. That's so sweet. And it's been like that since, like, he was, like, little. Like, even, like, he would laugh at them, or if Karen would laugh, because I'd play it on my TV, like, he would laugh. So, like, there's, like, a couple YouTubers, like, I've really gotten into watching, and I don't know. I think when you find somebody, especially on the internet, and you relate to them, it's just, like, a, it's, like, a strange connection. Because I feel like people don't connect like they used to. Like, when my mom was growing up, she had, like, really tight, close friends. Like, like that 70s show style friends. Like, they would hang out every day. They'd do everything together. But now I feel like the actual real human interaction and in, like today is kind of lacking. So yeah, like we connect differently and we connect in this virtual, I don't know, almost like a virtual reality world where we're like, oh yeah, I'm so relatable to this person. <laughs> and, and what I think about that is there's so many pros and cons. Like I, I love that 70s show, which is funny. You mentioned that. Oh, me too. I get made fun of that... all the time for watching it on repeat. <laughs> oh, what? oh, it's awesome. I love that show. And you, we all want that type of bond. We want those type of friends, you know? And so I guess, yeah, maybe social media, we can sort of get that. And I have gotten that from others, but you know, pros and cons definitely with being online. Yeah, I like the fact that I can stay in touch with people who are all over the place, especially with me being out here and, you know, my entire old life being exactly 1,856 miles away. Um, (laughs) It's so nice that I can kind of just, like, not creep on my friends, but, like, you know, just kind of keep up to date and see what they're doing and like congratulate them if something good happens. And I don't have to be like right there. Like I didn't have to give them up just because I moved out here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine everything that we would miss out on if we didn't have the social media. Oh, I know. There's big events on there, people sharing 
I mean, for mothers, genders of babies and announcements and just so much that you wouldn't know if you weren't there. You know, I posted my baby's first steps on Instagram. Aww. That's the first place they went. <laughs> and so for family and friends, that's where they saw it. You know, imagine if you had to pick up the phone, dial a number <laughs> and actually have a conversation with each and every person you cared about in your whole life. No, that would be yeah, just- exhausting. It would. And there's too many people and it would be, people would be upset if you didn't call them. And <laughs> that would be so hard. So hard. Nope. Just post it on the internet. One and yeah, done. So much easier. For sure. Throw, throw a few hashtags on it. <laughs> yeah. Get your exposure. <laughs> get a little Lightroom, you know, preset. <laughs> Make it cute. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so do you do YouTube? We do. So we started YouTube up seriously, like seriously decided to post religiously or um, not religiously, but once a week minimum, uh, I'd say two years ago. And then we took a break because we actually had had a second child and decided to just take a break from it in general. And then in the last six months, we decided to get back into it. We post every Sunday on YouTube and then are just um, consistently posting on Instagram and all the other socials. And it's been going well. You know, TikTok has recently become a really popular app. I think that the whole pandemic brought out the TikTok <laughs> app. I think everybody really went to that when it happened. And so we've gotten on there. And honestly, TikTok is where we have the most um, following. Really? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I can we... see that because if you guys are being all like cute and dancing <laughs> and family stuff on yeah. TikTok, I can see how that can take off. I have not been sucked into TikTok, but I've also have you heard that they're like shutting the app down? I have heard that. And actually, there was a glitch in TikTok last week and everybody thought it was going down. So every user who's you know, pretty famous on there, got on their live. You can do lives on TikTok. And they were like begging people to go follow them on Instagram and YouTube in case TikTok got banned. And it was a frenzy. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. So if TikTok goes down, I don't know what will happen. Uh, but 13-year-old girls everywhere are just going to be crying <laughs> right. into their pillows all night. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, for There's sure. There's a couple of them, but I am like... I am pretty dorky, but I could, like, I can't, like, do, and I have no rhythm or coordination <laughs> at all, so, like, if yeah. I would try to do any of those dances, I would just die. I love that yeah. Spencer and Heidi Montag are, like, TikTok freaks. Oh, yeah. That cracks so me up. Different. Yeah. And I've seen them. Oh, my God. Well, luckily, a lot of people who do TikTok post their TikToks on Instagram, so I don't have to have the app to see their TikToks. And I that's right. I follow Heidi Montag on Instagram just because her TikToks are so ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's a good thing is, yeah, you can. They, a lot of people do share it across all channels. And there's so many different types of videos. Like, there are the dancing ones. There's people that just go on there and are nutty, you know, just – at all types of content. And that's why I think people like it so much because it's 60 second videos of just 
whatever. I think, um, do you listen to any other podcasts? Like, do you listen to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow? I don't know. Not all the time. That's a- I've heard, I've definitely explored a lot of different podcasts, but nothing I'm stuck to really. That's a good one. But okay, her and her boyfriend, Jason, are obsessed with doing like the voiceover TikToks. Oh, yeah. And it's hilarious because he used to work for the financial bank that I used to work at. And he was like way up there. I would always hear about him and whatever before I even knew he went on The Bachelor and before he became Caitlin Bristow's like boyfriend. But he does these crazy voiceover TikToks. And luckily he posts them to his Instagram because they are the most hilarious things I think I've ever seen and if there was any time during quarantine that I would have gotten into TikTok it would have been to do the voiceovers and it was when I was drinking myself through it Uh, (laughs) because wait that is so cool you guys used to work at the same bank and now oh my gosh that is so cool yeah he used to be a vice president at KeyBank and I used to work at KeyBank and um, in the mortgage department so it's yeah it's super funny and then I didn't I heard about something like I got like an email or something I don't know a few years ago saying that he was going or somebody was going on the bachelor or like there was like gossip about it throughout the company and I didn't really pay much attention to it because I didn't start watching the bachelor until I had my son and I was like okay well I'm at home and I don't know what to do let's watch the bachelor (laughs) let's jump on it that was actually kind of the same with me I didn't really start watching it until I had kids either and that's because I don't think I actually had my son before we got married and so I never really thought about the dating shows and didn't care much for them until until then I guess yeah so that's pretty neat yeah it was super fun and then he started dating Caitlin who was my favorite because Caitlin Bristow was on the first season that I'd ever watched. And it was this, like, farmer oh, yeah. guy from, like, Iowa. And I am like, yes, I love this for Bachelor. Because it's always been, like, city slicker, kind of, like, hoity-toity kind of guys. Like, investment bankers. Like, well, Jason. Or, like, um, you know, like, athletes or whatever. Yeah. But this was, like, a real guy. And he was, like, just this small, super small town farmer guy from Iowa. And Caitlin comes on and she was just a riot the whole time. And I'm like, I (laughs) love this girl. If this is what every season of The Bachelor has been like, I have been missing out. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. So, like, don't go back and watch old seasons. But but I was like, I love her. She's hilarious. And, like, she got out of the limo. And, like, her first, like, phrase, you know how, like, everybody has, like, a little phrase. Yeah. She was like, I heard you're a farmer. I'd let you plow my field. And I was like, Oh my gosh. She's a goddess. Like, <laughs> I love her already. And then she became the bachelorette and I watched her yes. season. And I was like, I, I just, I love her. She's hilarious. And I've kind of followed her ever since. And it's kind of funny that her and Jason got together because I was like, Oh, hey, I know that guy. I saw his picture on a couple of company wild wide emails once you know <laughs> yeah so crazy the bachelor and bachelorette are getting crazier and more exciting to watch every season so excited and I think it's kind of the same thing that's been going on with like Instagram like they're getting away from like the picture perfect 
ideal on paper kind of people and they're going with like more realness and like more relatability and like authenticity and like Hannah B I would have never pictured her as a bachelorette right I totally but I love it for her me too (laughs) hip hip hooray hip hip hooray (laughs) I'm officially back in Nevada and do you know what that means that's right nakedwines.com deliveries baby I ordered my first box before my U-Haul even crossed state lines, so I knew it would be there waiting for me. I can't even tell you how easy, affordable, yummy, and pain-free it is to support independent wineries, not have to make a trip out of the house during hashtag corona season, and get that great-tasting wine delivered directly to your door. Head over to NakedWines.com today and use code MOMMYWINES50 to get your first six bottles for only $34.99. That's right, six bottles of wine delivered to you for $50 off. Choose from a box of carefully curated whites, more reds, or even spice it up with a mix of both. That's nakedwines.com, and don't forget to use code MOMMYWINES50. Although a lot have not ended how I've hoped, I feel like there's been a lot of breakups on the last few I know bachelor and bachelorette you know I had no idea she was gonna pick Jed I don't know if you watched that season but I did I had no idea I love that I can talk bachelor with somebody finally um (laughs) but like I was like wait what I thought she was gonna pick Tyler I did too I mean it it felt like a no-brainer too but um yeah I thought I thought what was it Pete was like her second choice but he was like a little too goody goody for her and I was like okay well Jed's out Pete's the second choice because of this and then Tyler is like the number one and then I she picks Jed and I'm like what the hell are you thinking and then that happens and I'm like well I didn't see that coming either but big mistake but now look at Tyler now he's like dating models and he's doing good for himself I know well look at him he's like carved out I of know. stone <laughs> he is yes he's so cute so on this show I have I actually I had a confession done for myself but I need to start writing them down because I think of them when I'm driving in the car or when I'm in the shower and then I forget yeah. them when it's time to record, but we do do confessions. Okay. So did you prepare a confession or do you have like a mommy fashion or just a crazy story or something that you would like to share? It's funny because I was actually just before I hopped on here with you, I was asking my husband, like, what's the craziest mommy confession that I've had that you can think of? And you're right. It's hard to think of them on the spot when, when, and if you don't write them down, when they come to you or when they happen. Oh, yeah. But I think something that's most, the most thing that I've noticed once I had my second kid. So my first one, you know how. And I don't know if you experience this or I'm sure a lot of moms do, but you're just so overprotective. You're worried about what they're eating, how much they're eating, how much they're sleeping. I feel like first time mothers. Oh, I was a psycho. Right. Yes. We're, we're just a little bit psycho (laughs) about our first kid because, and we have every right to be, it's, 
it's a whole new ball game when you have your first kid. You're just exploring so much and learning so much. And so while I was being a nut with my first kid, everybody was telling me, oh, this is just because it's your first kid. When you have your second, you'll lighten up. Or when you have your second, what are you going to do when, you know, your first kid wants to play and your second one needs to take a nap? And basically just saying I shouldn't be so strict with my first because it's going to go out the door when I have my second. And so I just blew those people off. I'm like, whatever, I'm always going to be this way. (laughs) If I'm feeding my first kid organic food, my second kid's going to get it too. I was just, I didn't believe them. Well, then I did have my second kid and everything really did go out the door. As sad as that is, I feel like I, I really did go back on everything that I said about my first because I had to. She, so I had my boy first, his name's Riker. And then I had my second and her name is Presley. And so it's tough. They're pretty close in age and I think that's what made it so difficult. I wouldn't change it for the world. I love their ages, but I struggled with being able to maintain a lot of the things that I had wanted to maintain as far as like strict napping schedules and feeding schedule and no television and things like that. (laughs) I feel Um, like uh, I went through the same phase, I feel like, and I still only have the one. Yeah. And I tried like the whole, like, what was it? Like the baby Bajorn or whatever, like that French baby food maker. I was, yeah. I was like, I'm going to make everything organic. I'm going to make his own food. You know, it, yes. and it was just me and him. It's always just been me and him. And it's been us for so long up until recently. And actually, my confession is part of that because it's been like me and Milo, just the two of us for so, so, so long. Like, well, not so, so like, not like a million years. God, he's only three, but um, <laughs> I just, I, we have like such a big bond and I've always wanted to have another kid, but now I'm like, what if like, I don't love a new baby as much as I love Milo. Like, that's my confession. Did you ever have that struggle when you were having your second? Like, did- I, yes. Oh, my God. Do thank you. Shame. Do not feel shame for that because that is totally normal. I, well, first off, I don't want to talk too much about the whole gender thing because I would have been happy if my second, I had a boy first. I would have been happy if I would have had a, a boy second as well. But as anybody can imagine, if you already have one gender, you kind of want the other gender just a little bit, you know? Yeah, just so, like, um, I don't know. I think it'd be something new, and then you don't have yeah. to compare as much. Well, mostly, too. I could I can stop at two kids if I want. That's you know, true. I, have both. I, feel, <laughs> I just feel comfortable with that. Um, and so uh, my biggest fear, and maybe this is a confession, too, but... I was really nervous that there was going to be another boy and I would have even more trouble with feeling the same way about him as I did about my first. Well, I found out it was a girl, but that feeling still didn't go away. I still felt, even though she was in my tummy and, you know, I'm almost, I'm halfway there. It just felt like different, you know, splitting your love between two kids is scary at first, but I feel like once you have them and you bring them home, it changes. I mean, it really, it really does. 
it just goes out the door. You don't even think about how much the amount of love per kid. It just comes so natural. It feels so right. That's a relief. It's weird because it, I've it been thinking be, yeah. about it and I am like, oh my gosh, a second kid. Uh, there's no way. Like I, me and Milo yeah. are so bonded. It was just the two of us. Like, you know, we were like, like, it's crazy how close we are. And yeah. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I could like love a, a second baby as much as I love him. But, you know, I think it's a cliche for a reason. Like there's, you know, you always hear all those cliches about, oh, the firstborn or, you know, like the parents yeah. love that one the most. And like people make yeah. jokes about it. And it's like a cliche in every sitcom you've ever watched. And I kind of think it's like that for a reason. Like there is a really special bond being the firstborn, but like, okay. I totally agree. I have two brothers. I'm the middle child and we are in our 20s, all of us. And we still talk about whether my mom loves my older brother more than my youngest brother. (laughs) It's, I swear, it's a thing your whole life. It'll always be a comparison thing. Well, that's just what we do. There's the oldest, which is like the all-star MVP kid. And then there's the youngest, which is the baby. And then there's just poor Jan in the middle. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course, flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. <laughs> You're going to say, well, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Do you want to say hi to Ashley? Hi. <laughs> Did you go outside? <laughs> well tell everyone before milo comes in here and just terrorizes the whole show um as he's jumping on the bed where they can follow you on social media and find you on youtube yeah so our youtube is called the hardig life um and then my instagram is just ashley.hardig and so we post every sunday on youtube we're super active and always answering dms on instagram and of course, we're on TikTok, and that is just Ashley Hardig. So I would love for anybody to come hang out, be a part of our little clan on social media, and just have a little fun with life and not take it so seriously. Well, perfect. And I know you respond because you responded to my DM when I was like, hey, be my guest. Do this random <laughs> yes, crazy thing sure. with this person you've never met before on the internet. <laughs> Well, it's been fun. It's been so much fun. It has been It's nice to connect. I know. I love this whole remote recording situation I found in COVID because it has just opened up so, like, much opportunity to connect with moms from all over the place. And it's been super fun talking to you. I will leave all of the links um, to your social media and your YouTube channel down below. So if you guys want to follow her, click the link or go follow and yeah thanks for being my guest yes thank you so much for having me (laughs) you're welcome let's stay in touch thank you for listening to this episode of the mommy wines podcast make sure to leave a rating and review 
To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.